Well, friends, we have just the one reading tonight from the book of Hebrews. And uh, listen to these words. The writer says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. And this is our verse for today. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Now, I grew up attending Trinity in Sunwood. Derek was the minister. Where's Derek on? There he is. And I remember I used to collect Derek's sermon notes. It explains a lot, doesn't it? I used to collect them. I've got books upon books of them still sitting in my, in my bookshelf. And there were a few things that have stuck with me out of Derek's sermons from when I was still a teenager. One or two sentences. And there's a sentence that Derek said once in a sermon that I've never forgotten. And he said this, Endurance is the crown jewel of character traits. Endurance is the crown jewel of character traits. Never forgot that. And uh, we are looking at Jesus' character traits this week. Bill spoke about Jesus' anger and his indignation on Monday. Derek yesterday looked at Jesus' sincerity. Tomorrow we're going to look at his compassion. Tonight we look at the crown jewel, the endurance that Jesus had. And he certainly had it. Derek said just before the service, we should have kept this one for Thursday because everyone's had to endure this whole week of services. Uh, But here's the truth. When you look at Jesus, you see many things, and one thing that you definitely see is endurance. In fact, we often say Jesus is the epitome of human character. If you want to see a human in perfection, if you want to see any human characteristic at its best, you look at Jesus. And it's certainly true for endurance. You want to see the most enduring human being that has ever been, look at Jesus. Uh, The Oxford Dictionary defines endurance like this. The ability to go through an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. Now, I have a sense that each of you could tell me about an unpleasant or difficult process or situation that you're, you're probably going through right now. Of course, COVID is the one that comes to mind. I mean, it's inflicted the whole world with an unpleasant or difficult situation, right? We've all had to endure the difficulties that COVID has brought. But it goes deeper, doesn't it? We come today, and if we had to go around, we'd hear of relationship struggles. We'd hear of financial problems, work issues. We'd hear of health problems, uh, family ups and downs, grief, loneliness, frustration, Life is often an unpleasant and difficult process, isn't it? And we have to learn to endure it. The early Christians who the writer to the Hebrews was addressing this letter to, uh, they were going through a very difficult time. They were going through tremendous persecution. You know, being a Christian was, 
almost uh, like having an arrow on your back for somebody to take you out in those days. They were going through really tough times. And so the writer of this letter says to these early Christians, you're going to need the crown jewel of character traits. You're going to need endurance in this life of following Jesus. And so he says to them, fix your eyes on Jesus. Could you put the verse back on, Sheila, for a second? He says to them, fix your eyes on Jesus. Uh, There it is, right in the middle. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. He says, if you fix your eyes on Jesus, you'll see what endurance looks like. You'll see this, this character trait that you need. Then he says at the end there, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You need endurance, he says, and so consider Jesus who endured. And when you look at the way he endured, you too will be able to endure. And so as we come tonight with whatever things we're enduring at this point, let's fix our eyes on Jesus. Let's see how it is that he endured. And I believe and I I know that it'll help us endure as well. So consider these amazing words in verse 2. You can still see them up there, uh, just in the middle. After fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, look at this verse again. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. That's a remarkable verse. In fact, if you walk out of here and that verse tucks itself away somewhere in the back of your brain, that'll be a good thing that you can pull it out whenever you're having to endure something. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the the most painful, humiliating, horrible, unfair thing that's ever happened to anybody. He endured it for the joy set before him. And it reminds me straight away of that that famous verse in James, James 1 verse 2, where he said, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Consider it joy when you face trials. I've always been puzzled by that, as I'm sure you have. Must I be glad when life knocks me down? Must I smile my way through all my difficulties? I've often thought that doesn't make sense. But I don't think that's what James or the writer to the Hebrew was saying. He wasn't saying just put on a silly smile. But he was saying Jesus endured the cross because he knew of joy, deeper joy than the pain. He endured the difficulty because he knew on the other side there was a deeper joy that was going to come as a result of his difficulty. He put up with the pain in order to gain greater joy. No pain, no gain, right? Jesus didn't walk to the cross smiling. He didn't walk to the cross saying, I'm going to slap on a smile to try on a God. He didn't. He, he sweated great big drops of sweat that looked like blood. He lay on his face in the Garden of Gethsemane, anxious because of the pain he was about to face. But when it came, he endured it. He didn't waver, but he kept on because he knew that there was joy waiting for him on the other side. In fact, just before he was arrested, Jesus is talking to his disciples about what's about to happen and the pain that they were going to face when they see him crucified. He says this to them in John 16. 
he uses this metaphor of a woman giving birth. He says, a woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. Then he says, so with you. Now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice. And no one will take away your joy. You see, he was teaching them the same principle. He was saying there is going to be pain. You're going to have to go through difficult things. But if you hold on and if you'll endure, there is joy on the other side. Jesus endured the cross because there was joy that he, that he knew was waiting for him. He knew that beyond the cross, he would be in his Father's presence. He knew that because of the cross, billions of people were going to be reconciled to God. What a joyful thought. He knew that because of the cross, God and people would come back together and that the cross would defeat the enemy forever. And so he endured all of the pain because of the joy of what was going to come. And you know, it's the same for you and I. When we face pain, when we face difficulties, because of the joy we have in our relationship with God, we can endure. The joy of knowing and loving God gets us through. The joy in front of us of, of knowing that we're part of God's mission, that God has a plan for us, the joy of, of having surrendered to God and given our lives to Him. The joy of knowing that one day we'll be in a place with no pain. No sorrow, no heartache, where we'll bow down and worship. This is not a small motivation for enduring difficulties, friends. It's not. It's, it's the greatest motivation in the world. There's no other motivation for enduring life's difficulties, but for the joy of knowing So you and I can endure like Jesus did. Think of it this way. Non-Christians aren't impressed by Christians who don't seem to have pain. Non-Christians know that that's fake. People who aren't believers know that life is tough. And when they see Christians who pretend to have it all together, they say those people are just fake. They're full of it. But when a non-Christian sees a person of God enduring with tears in their eyes, but with a deep sense of joy and a deep sense of hope, they want to know what it's all about. They want to know how we can endure what life throws at us. They want to know what this unshakable joy is. You and I can endure our difficulties because, oh, maybe through them, someone is going to get a glimpse of God. Maybe through them, maybe through the joy that we have, somebody's going to get a glimpse of God, even though we're going through pain. Christianity is no fake, all smiles religion, friends. It's a, it's a faith journey of a lot of heartache, but of unspeakable joy, because we know God, and He loves us. Don't let your hardships overwhelm your sense of joy at being a child of God. Don't let your tears eclipse the wonder of knowing and being known by God. If you hold tight to that love, if you hold tight to that faith, you'll find that joy sustains you. You may be crying, you may be crawling, but you're going to get through it because you have joy of knowing God. It worked for Jesus, and it can work for us too.
That is the only way that we can endure. And then secondly tonight, Jesus endured the cross by one more technique. Could you put the verse back up? Sorry, Sheila, I'm really running you around up there. Um, Have a look at this in verse 2 again. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. Just pause there. Scorning its shame. The King James says, despising its shame. Jesus could endure difficulties because he wasn't ashamed of who he was in God. Think of the shame that he could have felt while he was on the cross. The shame of being abandoned by all his friends. He must have felt very alone and as if you know, everyone had left him. People must have been making fun of him. The shame of being mocked just for losing his reputation. Everyone thought, oh, this guy was a nutcase. Look, at he's getting what he deserved. The shame of, of being crucified naked on a cross, all his decency stripped away. The shame of crying out, gurgling blood while he hung on the cross, grunting and groaning in pain. His very dignity was stripped away. And the Bible says he scorned the shame. He scorned it. He despised it. He was not ashamed of what he was doing for God. He was going to stick to God even if it killed him. (laughs) So great was his joy in his mission that no scorn from the world could set him back. You know, you and I struggle with this. We want to follow God unless it affects our standing with others. We want to follow him unless it affects our income, our reputation, our our standing in people's eyes. Jesus just let all that go. He scorned it all. And he endured the world's scorn or shame. Do we give up on our faith when times get tough because we're afraid of what people might think? Do we hold back on our faith because we don't want the shame that the world might pile on? The disciples ran away when Jesus was arrested. Remember, they couldn't endure the shame. Of, of what was about to happen. But we know better now because we know the end of the story. Because of the joy set before us in knowing Christ, we can endure pain and we can scorn the shame of the world. doesn't matter what they think. I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to hold tight to my faith. doesn't matter if no one else gets it. I'm going to endure and hold tight to my faith. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Not ashamed. You want to endure in your faith? Scorn the shame that people might throw at you for being a follower of Jesus. Scorn the laughter, the mocking, the world's tearing you down. Stand firm and don't give up because the pain and the shame that comes your way means nothing. The joy that comes from being with God is greater than them both. And so I think Derek was right. Endurance is the crown jewel of character traits. If you get an enduring spirit in your life, pain can come. You'll cry, you'll crawl, but you'll get through it because you've got joy. If you have an enduring spirit in your life, shame can be thrown at you. You can scorn it because the joy of knowing Jesus is greater. Hold on to that joy, would you, this Christmas, this Easter? Hold on to it, because if you hold on to it, nothing's going to get you down.
Let me close by sharing these words of Winston Churchill. 1941, he was asked to speak at his old alma mater. The world was at war. Uh, there was much suffering. It, it must have felt a bit like what COVID felt like in the beginning. Suffering, destruction everywhere. They asked him to speak at his old school, and he, he got up and he said this. He said, considering what we've gone through in this last 10 months, here is our lesson. Never give in. Never give in. Never, never, never Never, in nothing, great or small, large or petty, never give in. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. Then he said, do not let us speak of darker days. Let us speak rather of sterner days. These are not dark days. These are great days, the greatest days our country has ever lived. And we must thank God that we have been allowed, each of us, to play a part in making these days memorable. Never give in. Never give in, he said. Because even in these stern days, these COVID days, God has placed us here to endure. He's placed us here to hold on to our joy in him. What a, what a privilege for us to be able to make this the most memorable time, memorable time the world has ever seen because we are the people of God who can withstand anything. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. May it be so for you and I today. Let's pray. Oh God, thank you that Jesus endured. Thank you for a Savior who endured the cross because of the joy set before him. The same man cried. He cried tears of sadness and anguish. He sweated great big drops of sweat like blood. He struggled, and yet he endured. And Lord, as we come with our tears and our sweat, our blood, sweat, and tears, we come asking you to give us joy, asking you to remind us what a wonder it is that we are loved by you. Because if we remember that, we can endure. If, if the joy of our relationship with you is strong, Lord, we can endure we can endure it all and so come and remind us and fill us with this joy come and come and drench us in your holy spirit come and fill our cups O oh god empty us of the anxiety and the worry fill us with joy and peace so that pain and shame scorn of the world can just be in our rearview mirror. And like Jesus who endured, let us endure with the same intensity and the same firmness and the same strength. Lord, each one of us here is going through a difficult or challenging time. All of us in different ways. You've promised to come alongside us and help us out. Just like you were there as Jesus walked up that hill, and gave him strength. So you are with us as we endure and walk up our hills. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We praise you today for your faithfulness. 
we thank you so much for getting us through. And we pray, Lord, that our lives will be a testimony. We pray that non-believers will look at our joy, even without tears, and say, I want that. I want what you've got. I want endurance like Jesus has. Give us that endurance, Lord, not only so that we can get through, but so that others can see you in us. So as we go now, O oh God, we go filled with your Spirit. We go knowing that you go with us. We pray, O oh God, that as we go, the world will not be the same because we go in your strength. All glory to you, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. And so let's sing one last song before we leave. And look for the word joy, would you, in this song. Maybe when you, when you see it and sing it, something's going to happen in your heart. Would you stand and let's sing.